0: Hello, you're listening or watching 15 minutes or less with me, Mabs.
1: Paris two. Andy. <laughs> Andy and Sarah.
0: Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome. So, uh, I'm going to start the clock as soon as possible. I'm going to start it immediately. Like now, now. as now. we get. Straight
2: now. away. <laughs> so now. Okay,
0: it started because we're on to um, the letter X. And the letter X is a challenging letter of the alphabet as it is. There aren't that many choices. This is a this is a short on supply letter for things we can talk about, which is why we have got the very light hearted topic today: <laughs> xenophobia.
1: Just seeing what else we could have had. Da, da, at the well, one of the topics I put forward
0: was the letter X, which no one wanted to go for. So there we go. So we're on to xenophobia. Um, Anyone know what xenophobia means? Because I know a few of you didn't a few weeks ago.
1: Yes, I know what it is, but if you want to take it away, Mabs, so.
0: take it away because I have notes here. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so for those of you that Shoot. don't know what xenophobia Educate is, uh, xenophobia is the f- is fear or hatred uh, of something foreign or strange. That's quite simply what it is. Um, and generally, that ends up being people, obviously, from other countries or extraterrestrials, maybe. I don't know. We hate them, don't we? We've talked about that before. Um, it's a pretty heavy subject. Not particularly nice subject, to be honest. Um, this could be the first episode where we don't make it to 15 minutes because I feel like I know we're not experts on things. But I'm looking around this table, a lot of blank faces.
1: <laughs> I doubt it. Maybe we shouldn't talk about it a lot, but I think we would. We will, we will.
0: Okay, well, very good. Well, I did a little bit of reading before um, we started this podcast because it is a tricky subject to get into. Um, And I found a a little part that said, um, if you look back into Western culture, um, xenophobia can be sourced as far back as the Roman and Greek empires. Um, They basically thought they were far superior to everyone else. Therefore, they would enslave Anyone else believing basically that um, you were a barbarian if you weren't Roman or if you weren't Greek, you're just, you're, you're a bloody savage. So I'm gonna enslave you, <laughs> starting with you. And then she you. Needs it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks. So <It's> barbaric. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it's that kind of sense of entitlement, and because they were afraid of the unknown, it was like, oh, we don't we don't understand it, so we'll kill it or we'll enslave it. Um, kill it. Yeah, but I mean, it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem to matter, though. I mean, that's that's thousands of years ago in our history, yet it is still incredibly relevant today, which is quite sad, but very true. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, like right now today, I mean, you've only got to look as far as I was... When I actually Googled xenophobia, looking up the word in advance of this podcast, there's actually stuff going on right now in South Africa where there are the kinds of arguments and fights and riots going on which i think we're all too familiar with where uh residents of south africa are having violent protests because there are immigrants coming from other african countries who are taking their jobs because they're undercutting them yeah they're <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's the
0: south park reference in case uh you. but that is something that happens here isn't it that's something people get very upset about and angry about here and i i find that difficult to relate to sometimes because it hasn't happened to me maybe and i don't judge people because of where they're from Mm -mm. but i mean do you find that kind of point of view from people quite challenging have you ever sort of encountered someone that has very strong views about immigrants and losing their jobs and like you know they should all bloody go back where they came from that sort of thing <laughs> you hear it a lot but you to do. be
2: fair they're not because my views aren't that way that's not like the circles i hang around in tend to the people i hang around with tend to be similar to my thoughts and views so
0: no, i mean it's interesting because like obviously we've had the whole brexit thing in this country which has dragged on and on and on and on and on and everyone's favourite <laughs> B word, Brexit. Uh, yeah, we can keep the swearing, it's fine. Um, but one of the, the things about that is this kind of, I mean, there are, it's a very, very complicated, multifaceted thing that people like to hugely oversimplify, which I'm going to now. One of the arguments <laughs> about it was to do with immigration, immigration particularly from the EU, um, you know, and, and I've known even from when I used to grow up in Southampton, there would be local communities in Southampton that would be entirely Polish because we had a lot of Polish immigrants from from the EU. I mean, that was never a problem for me, but I would very clearly hear people having a massive problem with it. Mm. Massive, massive problem with it. And I just feel like, you know, in London, we have such a diverse community, cultures, mm. and it's just sort of, I don't know, you you're more understanding of people, you're more tolerant of people because you're just around them and you realise people are just people at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that's more stuck when you go out of the city. And I think that's one of the disconnects with Brexit, isn't it? Is that, you know, there are parts of the country where people have these very, very strong points of view. Um, but actually, they don't even have that much of an a immigration... Like, culture. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Paris. There's sort of, like, some of the most, like, highly pro-Brexit areas don't have Mm. that many people that aren't of an original. But, like you said, Mm.
1: that's the result of not knowing those people personally because you always uh, have the Mm. image of those people in your head based on what Mm. you see on news. Mm. But when you actually know someone that would change the whole experience because now that you humanizing mm. that
2: culture or that race. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's quite true. I was watching, um, I don't know if anyone's seen it, like Benefits Britain and stuff like that, and they focus a lot on people, obviously, claiming yes. on benefits. And one of the focuses was on, thing, I can't remember, it was a Polish family or something, and it was this guy. His family still lived in Poland, but he came and worked mm. over here, and any of the benefits, like the child benefits he had, Sent back home to Poland to his wife and children who claim mm. all the health benefits. the, I don't know whatever. It is. I don't really know them all because I can't really say. But I think what they did was they focused on that so much. I think now people tend to think that's every Polish family mm. that's over here. You see the man working and then shipping all our taxpayers' money back home. Mm. And obviously, you're gonna get you're gonna get people claiming benefits in all crooked ways from all different races. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be down to one race no you're absolutely
0: right and i just feel as though doesn't that say a lot more about the faults with the system Mm -hmm. than with the people using it you know if a system is in place and is not
2: it's not right it's not working yeah
0: and i think in some ways it's somewhat just human nature isn't it like regardless of what it is you could be playing a game There's always one part of you at some stage, even if you're a child, you're like, how am I going to cheat this? Everyone's (laughs)
2: going to get the best out of a situation they can for their own survival.
0: Yeah.
1: And even generalizing, Mm. that's part of human nature as well. Mm. You want simple answer. You want to say, this race, they Mm. all like this. Because it's hard to think with nuance, Mm. it takes more work. So you're simplifying everything. Mm. I
0: mean, I'd be interested to ask you, too, because obviously you've had a different experience growing up Mm. from all of us and you've come to this country so it's like is there any observations that you've had Mm. in your time kind of growing up and moving around where you've kind of you know maybe encountered this sort of attitude from people has that been something that's happened has it been quite challenging
1: um
0: because i'm sitting in the privileged position of that kind of like middle class white english guy everything's fine I think you guys would
1: find it interesting Mm. to know that I think in Iran, people were more racist because Mm. Iran is not a multicultural country. Mm. So I grew up in a Persian neighborhood, Mm. go to Persian school. Mm. We didn't have any other races. So you grew up with, I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say Mm. is that racism is everywhere. It's not just white race no. that could be racist and i didn't experience a lot of racism before i became muslim mm. So i think because before that it was hard for people to know what race i am exactly Mm. they know i'm a foreigner Mm. based on the accent and my look Mm. but they didn't know what i am Mm -hmm. but after i start covering my hair they knew that oh she's from middle east Mm. Mm -hmm. so that's when the experience changed for me Mm. but i think being muslim is very different than I don't know, being a certain race, yeah. because that was a choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I chose that, I knew going into it that it's going to happen. Yeah. So it didn't really affect me because mm. I was mentally prepared.
0: Yeah. Also in Western culture, it's just something that people have almost been taught to be fearful of or taught to be yeah. wary of because yeah. of, 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 of terrorism and things that have mm. happened. And some people were somewhat dependent on where you get your news and your information from or who you spend your time with
2: it's so sad though, yeah. isn't it, that that's the way that you have to think, that you have to be mentally prepared to get this kind of...
1: What I'm trying to say is that, like, it was a choice. Yeah. But for a lot of people, the color of their skin is not a choice. No. Yeah. Like, you cannot do anything about it, even if mm. you want to change it. You can't, but like... But
2: even by making that mm. choice, it shouldn't be something that's yeah, like true. seen as a bad decision for yeah. you. It should be supported, and that's mm. what I find wrong.
1: It's, yeah. it's weird because <laughs> I'm the only foreigner here but like i'm trying to make the other side of yeah. the conversation <laughs> i think i have a <laughs> lot of sympathy for some of those people mm. because i feel like they grew up with certain culture mm. let's say yeah. british culture yeah. and they think that this is what i loved this is what i grew up and this is changing because yeah, this all is under of attack people, isn't it yeah, yeah yeah and i feel sad for these people because that's It is something that I can relate to, even though I'm not British. Mm. I understand wanting to protect your culture, Mm. you want to protect your country, Mm. but it takes a lot of, you know, education and you have to be very emotionally intelligent to... Mm -hmm you know, be accepting of other people.
0: I mean, that's one of the big things, kind of going back to the the dirty Brexit word, but that is one of the big things that was the push. It was this kind of like, you know, when you talk about xenophobia, you know, one of the definitions is it's just the fear of the unknown. And the thing is, is that, you know, things have been more challenging for people for over a decade now in this country although you know we still have pretty good lives but you know when we were only talking about wealth in the last episode and since that financial crash in 2008 it has been more challenging for people and i think because of that and because of the kind of society we live in if there's no money there you want someone to blame if your quality of life isn't good and you feel like you're your livelihood and your culture is under attack. You want someone to blame and you're not going to look at yourself. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's too difficult to look at yourself. Yeah. It's much easier to point at the big, scary, bad, unknown thing I don't understand, yeah. you know. And I'd
2: be interested, James, to see the stats on the ages that voted mm. Brexit out because I think this is something yeah. I probably just, like, I mean, I could be, I could be totally wrong because I don't have the stats, but yeah. I should imagine a lot of yeah. the older people that have been in England before there was a lot of diversity. Well, um, uh, yeah, wanted to protect it because they haven't they're, they're not working in jobs with people with different backgrounds. They're just seeing them change because they're already sort of like now into retirement and yeah. you know so they're just seeing their country as oh they don't understand it they're funny a bit scary and it's as you say it comes from that fear of the unknown. Yeah. They're just seeing their landscape change from what they knew it growing up and that's all they that's like something well, I mean, big
0: I, I don't disagree with you. That is certainly one perspective, but it's just so, you know, to, to quote Shrek, right? <laughs> Onions have layers. <laughs> no. Ogres have layers. Now it's like, it is very, um, it is a very layered argument because I think the other thing, because you talked about communities, mm. Paris do, and one of the arguments is, because obviously there's this perception of like, oh, my way of life's being changed. I want to do something about it, but there's actually this kind of argument referred to as the left behind in this country. But the left behind doesn't mean like their world is changing around them. They're actually afraid of it changing. It's not really changing yet, but they might live. It might be a sort of a a sort of slightly older white middle class English village or town, Mm -hmm. but they're worried about it changing, and they don't want it to change. So we're going to do something about it. Um, so there you go. Just going to go blame people we don't know.
1: But that's like a very deep rooted fear. I think everyone has it. Yeah. You don't want the things to change or Mm. if you have some way of living that you used to, you want to keep it that way.
0: Change is scary. Yeah. It doesn't matter what walk of life you're from, you know, it's, uh, but it's the only thing that is certain in this life, isn't it?
2: mm that's a deep part of the, this yeah. podcast. I just yeah. think if everyone deep. was just a bit more accepting and just let people be and everyone respected everyone, mm. there'd, be no, there'd be nothing to be afraid of because mm. we just all take care of our communities. We all take care of our... It starts with you know, education, though, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, you
0: just need to be educated, not necessarily even in, like, everybody's ways of living or life. Yeah. You don't need to learn those things to be an accepting, open no. person. You just have to learn how yeah. to learn.
1: Yeah, <laughs> media is also very important
2: because I was.
0: Oh, we oh. did it!
1: We did it! No. We did fifteen
0: minutes on xenophobia. I,
2: it wasn't as deep as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I it thought was, it was going to be, be sad. As, as scary. I yeah. thought Amy was going to cry, and <laughs> Paris 2 was going to run away. <laughs> wow, that was good. Yeah. We lived it.
0: We did. <sighs> Anyone got anything they want to close on?
1: Right now, yeah, I think yeah. Everyone a little bit racist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's end <it> on. <laughs> That's the name of the song. Yeah. Yes, yeah. On Avenue,
0: of- yeah, from Avenue Q. <laughs> Everyone's a little bit racist. Um, this has been fifteen minutes or less. Thank you very much for listening or watching, and we'll be back again next time. Goodbye.